At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. As we welcome you in, it's Sunday here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Good morning. Hope you're having a nice weekend. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi in Jersey. How's he recovering from the Berman Bash yesterday? Oh, we're doing good, Patrick. You know, we can always recover from the Berman Bash. I mean, that's always not that's not a problem. You know, we just rally back. You know, it's hard to keep up with the man, but we rally back. All good. How are you, Patrick? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you very much. So it was a good it was a good Saturday at the Lombardis. Uh, and it was, yeah. it was as far as this is going to be a big day, obviously. You got to wait around for two basketball games. You got a hockey game, got 15 on the diamond today. But yesterday, you know, that's the reason they brought Paul George. Uh, they traded for Paul George. They brought Kawhi in as a free agent was yesterday. The big two showed up, and when they show up, they dominate. And that's exactly what happened with the Jazz clip. 132-106, easily cover the four and a half. Goes well over the 222 and a half, Michael Lombardi. You know, I, I was uh, I was watching that game, and you just got the sense that you know Donovan went out late in the fourth. He said no, no reason to risk it, down 16 or 18. But you know, look, the Clippers. That's why you paid them. I mean, I think they showed up. The thing you have to like if you're a Clipper fan is is the Jazz did their usual typical, you know, 43 percent from the three point line. Great. But where they were really good, the, the, the Clippers were, in playing defense on those two-point shots. They only gave up 43% of the field goal percentage there, which is, you know, the chances of beating them is improved when you don't, you know, they're going to shoot a high percentage of threes, but you got to play really good defense in the, when they shoot those twos, and last night they were able to. 
Yeah, we've talked about the Clippers going zone, and you nailed it. They were 17 of 40 inside the arc, that being the Jazz, and they had 16 turnovers. So obviously a little confused by that zone, and uh, 16 turnovers is, is unbelievable. I got 13 here, but then I had 16 that I had written down. But, I mean, it was Paul George who had shot 34.3. The, the first two of the series, Michael, he was 50% from the field. And during that second quarter where they really started to pull away, got the crowd behind them a little bit, uh, they went on a 13-2 run. George had 13, didn't really miss in that second quarter, and that was kind of the catalyst. Right. And I think, you know, look, if you're going to shoot 52.8% from the three-point line against the Jazz, you got a chance to compete with them and be there with them. And they did. I mean, Paul George was 6 of 10. He shot 60%. I mean, Reggie Jackson was 5 of 6. I mean, they really shot well. Other than Kawhi Leonard, who was 1 of 6, no one else, you know, they, they typically shot well from the three-point line. Uh, so, you know, this is this to me was the way they have to play. They've got to defend the two-point shot. They've got to try to be as aggressive as they can on the three-point line. And they've got to have a really good shooting night, which the Clippers are capable of. I mean, they are capable of having that. And we should probably give a little props to Kawhi here. 34 points, 12 boards, 5 assists, ho-hum. He had 24 of his points in the second half. He's been playing remarkably well. Uh, and yeah. you mentioned Jackson and Batum both had 17 apiece as well. It's very well-rounded for the Clippers. Yeah. It really was. I mean, this was this is the way they have to play. To me, last night, that was their kind of game. It was perfect. They shot well. You know, they played the two-point shots as well as they could. They kept Donovan Mitchell somewhat in check. He's going to get his points. He's too damn good, right? The, the, you know, but they were able to hug on Bogdanovich. He was 2 of 10 from the field. I mean, that's really the game. When Bogdanovich doesn't really score to or shoot well, then, you know, you've got an opportunity. And Clarkson came off the bench. He had his 14 points, but it took him 16 shots to get 14 points. So, you know, defensively, I think we saw the, the, the Clippers step up, and that's what they needed to do, Patrick. Mitchell finished with 30. He didn't have any in the first. I mean, that is, yeah. like, think about that. He's so much fun to watch, though, isn't he? I, the idea of whether or not he's a superstar is like seems to be the predominant conversation. I, I, I'll take him on the Pistons. I'll, t I'll let him be my number one on my Pistons. How about that? That's all. Like he, I don't think you're going to get him, Patrick. I, I, don't I think, think I think gonna, Utah I would prefer keep him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think the way this is going. <laughs> but look, I, I mean, Utah. One thing, if you're Utah, you're saying, look, we're not going to shoot below fifty percent again. We'll probably shoot a higher percentage in the three-point line. And we'll get in there. Mitchell says his ankle was fine. He came back. It was highly taped. I thought he was really hurt when he when he left the court. But, you know, he bounced back, came back to the sideline, didn't come back in the game. Yeah, they said he tweaked the ankle, um, but he seemed fine. And, by the way, that was L.A. had lost eight straight before winning the last two at home in the postseason. So on a little bit of a roll here, we'll see if the Clippers can keep it going into game four. Of course, they shot a great 56%, 52.8 from three. As we say good morning and welcome you in, it is the Lombardi Line here on a Sunday. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Got a big show coming up for you, Michael Lombardi, of course, M. Lombardi NFL, discussing the Clippers. So they jump right back into this. I, 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 I'll, let's take a step back now. The Jazz still lead two to one. Uh, but you did you did like the Clippers yesterday. They they closed to two to one now in the series. Where are you on the Clippers? Very similar vibes to what happened with the Mavs here, of course. Although yeah. completely opposite because we flipped. We're we're holding court on home as opposed to the Mavs series where everything was done on the road. 
What do you think that, okay, so the line closed last night for the Clippers. It closed at four. What do you think the line's going to be on Monday night? Well, I can tell you. By the way, what does that mean, though? We should let the audience know. Good job by you. Oh, there it is. That was, now, let's remember, that's Monday, June 14th. So that's coming up tomorrow night. It's four. We closed four and a half yesterday. What does that tell you? As far as the closing number. Now, I think we did touch five yesterday. Do you remember if we got yeah. to five? I think we did briefly touch five and got right back down to four and a half. I mean, in our markets that we we look at to talk to the fans about, that we did get to five. Thomas Gable's market was almost going to get to five and a half. I don't know if he got there or not. But they were talking about getting to five and a half. So, you know, there's a lot. Look, I'm looking at this board, and it's, it is lit up for a Josh Applebaum special. Uh -oh. It is the lines are across on Milwaukee, the lines are across on Denver, and the lines are across on Atlanta. So this is going to be a trifecta for my man. I can't wait to hear how we've got this. <laughs> Think about this, Patrick. There's been 10,000 tickets written already for the Phoenix Suns game today against the Nuggets. And only 2% of the money is on the Nuggets. Wow. Well, you think that's coming up tonight? That's 8 p.m. my – well, that's 8 p.m. your time, pardon me. That's 5 p.m. my time. You know, the Suns right now, it's just – it's really not a fair fight. They'll look to close out the Nuggets tonight. You had that open up at two, Michael. It's up to three and a half. I got a couple of books still sitting on three, but most have moved to three and a half. No surprise here. Right. So this is what, you know, the line's moving. All the sharp money is moving the line to the Suns. If you want to play the Nuggets, you're not on the sharp side. You're on the contrarian side. I think we have to make a differential here. This is not, this is, there's no indication of, of money that's moving the, to the Denver Nuggets. The line is moving to the Nuggets, to the Suns, and the line is being reactive to the Suns. If you want to take the Nuggets, it's because you want to just be contrarian. You want to be with the book. You don't want to. You want to be able to root with the book against everybody else. So I think that's the point you have to take. There's no science behind taking the Nuggets. There really isn't. Do you think there's any chance? And we'll talk to our buddy Josh Applebaum, of course, coming up here on the Lombardi Line. We've got our buddy Will Hill, the governor of Connecticut. He runs the Lakers from Connecticut, of course, and he got legalized sports betting. Uh, in that state, Will Hill, do you think do you think there's any chance? Now, what he's got, I'll tell you what he's going to say. This is how well we know him. We can clown him. He's going to say, "I'm going to wait, Michael, until it gets to four, and then I'm going to pounce." See what? That's what he's going to take right. the Nuggets, but he still that's believes exactly right. that there's going to be room for a better number there with his Nugs. But I just want to make it very clear to the listener that what he's doing in this case isn't following the money. It's just playing the contrarian hazmat suit. So there's a differentiation, okay? You know, there is times when, you know, the money moves, you see the line move, and you want to be on the side of the line movement. But there are also times where you just basically are going to be Mr. Walenda. You're going to walk across mm -hmm. the tight wire, right. and you're going to bet the nuggets with 2% of your friends. That's what you're going to do. Well, and another thing with Josh, even when he disagrees with you, he will say to you, that's a great point, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think you have to clarify, you know, you can't have line movement on one thing and go with the line movement. And then you can't have line movement on another thing and go against the line movement. You're going to have to separate that for the listener. And I think it, what I'm trying to do is explain to the better today. Yes. If you want to go with the Denver Nuggets, you are basically saying you're going to go with the side of the book. There's really no, there's no sharps, whomever they are, 
coming in on the Nuggets. They're no tickets, They're money, movement, betters. all going Suns is what you're saying. Everything's going all that going way. Suns. Same thing with Milwaukee. We've seen Milwaukee with the line open up at one and a half uh, uh, for the now. Remember, Milwaukee was favorite in the last game at three and a half. And it beat everybody. If you took Brooklyn in the three and a half, like a lot of people did, you lost by that half point. Today, Brooklyn opened up a one and a half point. Now I think it's up to two to two points. The line's moving. 83% of the tickets have been written on the Brooklyn Nets. 86% of those tickets, the money of those tickets, are on the Brooklyn Nets. There's very little money on Milwaukee Bucks. Now, that would indicate you want to be a contrarian better, which is fine, which is fine. You want to be on the side of the book. And I would say if you took Milwaukee, Denver, and, and Atlanta, the book's going to win one of those games. They're going to cover one of those games. They, they don't build those chandeliers for no reason. So they're going to cover one of those. Yeah, and just to reiterate what Michael's saying here for the better, there's no re- reverse line movement. There's, no, there's nothing tricky with this Suns-Nuggets uh, machination as far as the line's concerned. All the money, all the tickets, everything on the Suns, open to two and a half, up to three and a half. So everything's going that way. That's when Josh comes in with Lenda. He gets on that tightrope, tries to not, not to fall off and, and place the bet. So that's where we are. And by the way, I was thinking about the Nets coming in. I'm not sure you've been more confident about a bet in a long time than you love the Nets today. I do. And I also think that if you want to be a contrarian and you want to play Milwaukee, I would urge you to wait until the first quarter. Do in-game betting. Don't be as bold and take the risk. You may not get the best odds of all time, but you're going to at least see the flow of the game. And you're going to say, you won't say at the end of the fourth quarter, I was an idiot for taking the Bucks." You won't say that if you wait for in-game betting. Let the game play out. Let it see. Even if the Bucks are up, you can tell. I mean, you can really tell. Like the other night, you could tell that, that Denver was never going to make a move in the first half. You could tell in the third quarter. You could tell early in that game, if you like Denver, you made a mistake. I was one of those people. I liked Denver. I thought it was their last stand game. It didn't show up. In-game betting, especially in these games where there's so much money on one side, might be the best play instead of wasting money on a contrarian side and hoping. Yeah, a lot of the decisions we make in life are built on confirmation bias. So if you're making these bets before the game starts, oftentimes you're trying to prove what you feel to be is true. And so if what Michael's encouraging, in-game betting, all most apps, most books offer uh, live wagering. So if you go in-game, uh, that confirmation bias can be re- removed a little bit. You get a feel for the flow of the game, and you get into it. So good job by Michael Lombardi. The Nets right now, two and a half, 228 and a half. As I'm watching also the Euros here, England just scored on Croatia. I bring that up, Michael, quickly, um, because I, I'm sure you saw it because it was trending like crazy. Christian Eriksen, who's a tremendous soccer player, footballer, nationally, uh, internationally for Inter Milan. He's on the Denmark Euro team, and they were playing Finland yesterday. He collapsed. This was the scariest thing I've ever seen. I don't know if you saw it. He collapsed like Mm -mm. a cardiac arrest. I don't know the specifics, but his his own player had to prevent him from choking on his tongue, immediately started performing uh, CPR. About a minute and a half later, the... Personnel came out, medical personnel came out and started performing CPR, saved his life on the field. The Finnish and uh, and Danish players created a, a barrier around him because, and they were all cry- most of them were crying because his eyes, well, I won't get graphic. He was dying. They saved his life 
on the field, transported him off, stabilized him, and got him to the hospital. It was wow. They canceled the game and then replayed it a few hours later. But it was the his girlfriend who he has children with was there. You know, the broadcast was put in a very precarious spot because we, what to show, what not to show. We understand you don't want to get too salacious with that. It was, I, I'm, it was shocking to watch. It was one of those things where you're just so thankful uh, the, the gentleman survived. So Christian Erickson has been stabilized, but really just an unbelievable scene there at the Euros. Uh, I, I, it was. Did they know the cause of it, Patrick? Did they know the cause? And you know, that's the thing. There hadn't been contact you know, had contact prior over the last couple of minutes. It, he just collapsed, and it, it, there wasn't any contact. So it was non-contact. So whenever you see that, you know that in football, right? You see non-contact, you think mm-hmm. Achilles. But this was immediately, you can always tell, it's almost like when you're on an airplane and you look to uh, the flight attendants, when the opposing players are freaking out, and like running away from him because he's having literal, I, I don't know if it's a, a cardiac right. arrest, but it was um, a scary grave scene. So it, the good news is it looks like he's stabilized. I just wanted to bring that up because we had a goal scored uh, down low here. Okay, Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. So those are the two on the docket today. That's going to be your early one noon for you, Michael. Nets, Bucks. Uh, let's talk about that total a little bit as it's dipped Open 230. Now, we're seeing a big reaction to that 90-style game, 80-style game, where we had 169 points scored in Game 3. This one opened 230. Betters are coming in on the under here as it's dropped down to 228.5. Yeah, the, the highest point total, Patrick, in this game, in the three games so far, has been 222 points, and that was in the opener. I think the defense has tightened. And, you know, I think when you break this game down, even though Drew Holiday's not scoring, he's doing a solid job on Irving in the series. You know, they don't really have anybody who can match Durant. I think the shooting, I think this is going to be a tight game. I really do. You know, Milwaukee made just 8 of 32 attempts, and and the Nets shot below 20% and just made 6 of 31 from the three-point line. So both teams in the last game didn't shoot well. I don't anticipate that happening again. I think they'll shoot much. Uh, I think they'll improve their shooting. However, you know, this is still going to be one of those. This is really the series. This is it. We're either going to get into a three-game series if, if the Milwaukee Bucks win, or we're going to basically have it ending. So I think that this is really going to be a tightly called game. I think it's going to be interesting to see where the points come if they do a good job on Middleton. I think the Nets are probably saying to themselves, look, we know Giannis is going to get his. Make him shoot threes. Don't give him dunks. Make him go to the line. You know, make him make free throws. But we can't let Middleton beat him. We can't let Middleton have open jumpers. He's too good. He gets hot. I think that's going to be the recipe. I still like the under. I really do. I think if it gets down to 227, I would still take it. I think at that point, it's right now, where are we? 228 and a half. So I'm all over that. Yeah, the Nets scored 11 points in the first quarter. They were awful and still almost won the game. I mean, think about this. It was 86-83 as a final. Two of the more efficient. You know the most efficient offense in basketball is the Nets. But check out these numbers. Both teams shot below 38% from the field. And the two combined to make... What, 14 of 63 from three-point, 22%. I, you got to throw it out. Now, if you're the Bucks, throwing that game out as a win is tough because you did get the performance from Giannis Michael, and you got the performance from Middleton, a bounce back from Middleton that you were hoping to get in games one and two. So I don't know where you go. I think you nailed it the other day when you walked away and you said, I'm not, the, the Bucks can't be happy with themselves after game three. 
I, I don't think they can, Patrick. I think that, you know, it was a perfect scenario for them, and Joe Harris isn't going to shoot one of 11 or whatever he did in the next game. So I think there's going to be a, a, retur a, re a return to the mean, which I believe to be that Brooklyn will, take a, will shoot better. I think Milwaukee will shoot better. But here's what bothers me about taking Milwaukee in this game is the sense of urgency that I saw out of Brooklyn when they played Boston in game four. When hmm. Boston came back and Tatum had 50 points against them, that next game wasn't even close. That next game wasn't even close. Now, the Harden played in that game, I grant you that. But I do think that this is a game, they're going to straighten it out. I think at the fourth quarter, everybody's going to get out of the way of Garnett and, and Irving, and they're going to have to, they're going to win the game. They're not going to let Brown try to take a shot or Joe Harris. I mean, Joe Harris missed a 15 footer. He makes Terrible. that shot 90% of the time. So I just don't see that. And as bad as Brooklyn played, you know, they're really right there. They had a chance down the stretch to win that game, and they couldn't do it. It was the Bruce Brown is feeling himself game. And because any <laughs> had right to do so, Michael had played his best game in his career. He was career, playing well. And then yeah. decided, okay, I got one of the maybe top five scorers of all time. I don't need him right now because I'm feeling it. And Bruce Brown tried to take over. I will say this. What did we close in game one? 239, 240. Maybe a couple of books had 240 for the total. We're going to get to a point where we're adjusting too much here, right? Because we're now. Yeah, that's right. That's what scares me. I, what scares me about the under a little bit today is the fact that you can't expect the shooting to be this bad again, right? So you think, so you're leaning, okay, should I go over? But then you know it's game four. You know it's going to be tightly called. You know it's going to be highly refereed. They're not going to allow them to come in there and, and disrupt the game. So where are we going? Like, do we really think we're going to get over 228? You know, over 228 means we're, you know, 120, you know, 120, 112. Yeah. 120, 10, you know, 120, 108, 109. I'm not, betting. you know, yeah. I'm Do you think betting. it's going there? I'm not betting this under. No, I'm just not. I mean, it's weird because I think two, game one, 239 and a half, game two, 238 and a half. Uh, the bookmakers reacted and closed, I believe, game three, 234. Now we're down to 228 and a half. I just gave you the numbers, not abhorrent. That's all time. I mean, the Nets haven't shot that badly all year. That is not going to continue. Um, the Bucks are, it, are an over team on two days rest. I don't know. I, I'm not going to bet the under here. But it's still the highest point total in the game in the series was from game one, which was 222. A good point. That was the highest point total. So we've yet to see a game reach 230. The teams had four. Oh, my goodness. The teams have 14 assists in game three. That, yeah, that was uh, disgusting. And But the one thing, we talked about how Durant, when Durant missed that three-pointer, they kind of walked off like, no biggie. I they mean, were confident. They, they, they did. They, they got there wasn't, there wasn't. They weren't hanging their heads. They weren't slumped over. They kind of felt. And then the Bucks almost looked relieved. <laughs> The Bucks came out yeah, high. They got one. And then they got yeah. one. You know. I, I got that sense from the Jazz last night, just when they had the camera on Donovan Mitchell late in I the agree. game. I got the sense that the Jazz were not that impressed with the Clippers last night. I know they lost, but I, I think they feel like they can come back at them. Suns Nuggets next here on the Lombardi line. We've got our buddy Will Hill. We've got Mr. Willenda, Josh Applebaum joining a big Sunday show. It's V Sin, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, basketball, hockey, baseball, everything you need is over at BetMGM. It's the Nevada premier sports betting app. Also, if you just take your ID into any MGM casino here on the Strip, you're going to be betting within minutes. It's the best. You get in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Again, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you do have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, it's a Sunday here on the Lombardi line. Regular cast of characters coming up. William Hill, Thomas Gable, of course, Walenda, Mr. Market Insights, Josh Applebaum in a few minutes. You know, I was just thinking, because he's not behind you now, but your new office looks so good, and Ken did such a great job setting it up. Did you and yeah. Bill Berman move in together? Yeah, he's in the office. Well, we had to share the office. I mean, I office just thought of something. City. I'm like, he's always there. What's going on? 
Well, what happened was office space in Ocean City has become really expensive. And so, you know, you need a partner, you need a roommate to, to be able to rent it so you can get it at a decent fare. So, you know, it just felt it just felt like, you know, we were able to do that. And, and between the two of us, we could rent an office. If I one gotcha. of us had to do this, it would be impossible. So, you know, and, and I think in the climate that we're in lately with people working from home, you know, Ocean City has become, because of the beaches and because of the, the town, uh, people have started to move here and they're looking for office space. And it's really, really been challenging to get office space here. Lombardi Berman line. And I, well, let's just give, let's well, give. I mean, he, the tux is hung up next door. He's available at any minute. It's a, he's a phone call away if you need him, Patrick. Bill Berman's a phone call away with the 20 text messages I just received would, would indicate that. I, I'm aware. The, okay, oh, he's actually you. sleeping. He must be sleeping because we haven't heard from him this morning. He's sleeping off that tequila. Yeah. From he last was here. Night. He was here. Oh, he, he was, was already, already there? In work. Already there this morning, yeah. Okay, quickly, quickly want to give a shout, though, because you're, you're, you do, it does look great in your new office, the way it's staged Thank behind you. Oh, Ken did it all. Ken did an yeah. amazing Ken job. And we were talking, you can't see it because you're looking at me, but right behind you, there, there's this gradient of uh, red and yellow with the lights. It really sets the mood there at the Lombardi compound. I love it. It looks good. Yeah, he did a great job. He really did a good job. He's amazing. He's yeah. tremendous. Yeah, just ask him. Okay, let's get to, <laughs> look, he's laughing. Let's go to the Suns Nuggets, okay, Michael? So, again, we talked about this one yeah. opening to everybody and probably I uh, can't wait to hear Josh's take on this but everybody the money I mean you're almost up to 90 98 percent of the money 86 percent of the bets right now on the Suns so we've seen that number jump up to three and a half let's take right. a look at the total 222 looks like it's kind of frozen up there well, the last two games have been under this number, and you almost expect it to go the same way. You know, the concern you have if you're, you know, these are elimination games, and they're always so damn hard. You know, they're always so hard to figure out. You just don't know what, you know, what the team's temperature is going to be like. I mean, Denver hasn't, they've struggled to shoot the entire series. You know, whether Michael Porter's back's bothering them, you know, that's, that's, that's one thing. They haven't been able to get consistent play out of Rivers, consistent play out of their bench. I mean, Will Barton's come in and done a nice job because he's finally, they're able to extend a little bit of his minutes. But, you know, what is the motivation? I mean, Jokic has, he, what more could he do? Triple-double, played 40 minutes in the last game. You know, Malone called his team out saying they weren't tough. What does he tell them now? You know, double down on toughness again. I think that's really what happens. And so the way Phoenix has attacked the defense of Denver's pick and roll is problematic. And Denver hasn't changed the way they play pick and roll. And so Phoenix has been able to get the shots they want, and they have controlled the third quarter. The Phoenix Suns have made it a point all season long to win the third quarter. And in this series, they have really put an exclamation mark past that. They want to win the third quarter, and they've done it. You know, they've done it tremendously. Last game, what I thought they would be, suffer from the altitude, they didn't. Their bench came in. They were able to rotate the minutes through. They outscored them 31-21 in the, in the third. It's incredible how Paul is so – he's just not turning the basketball over. There's an interesting stat circulating on Twitter. The last four games, including the closeout against the, the Lakers, Michael, 46 dimes, 46 assists, four turnovers. That's incredible. Yeah, playing playing really, you know, he's playing fast and under control. And they have a hard time defending the pick and roll. I thought Denver would really go after Aiton and get him into foul trouble and try to create a situation where they had to go to their bed. Because they don't have a big man. I mean, Saric becomes the backup center. 
you know, and they weren't. They have not been able to do that. Aiton has been able to stay out of foul trouble. He's been able to get his offense going, and they've been effective. Okay, just peeking ahead to what William Hill's going to be betting. Looks like he's going to be on the Suns. We'll hear why coming up in just a couple of minutes. Will, Will Hill's going to join the Lombardi line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And of course, full swing. So it's the perfect time to work on cash and tickets every day. It's a fun grind over a long baseball season. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds, analysis for every game. It's easy. Just go to VEASAN.com slash MLB. And our daily members' best bet emails will be sent to you. Just go sign up. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You get a 10-day free trial. Okay, we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. Again, hope you're having a great weekend, a great Sunday. I'm Patrick Maher. He is Michael Lombardi. We're going to bring in Will Hill. He got hit by the fashion police, a.k.a. Steph. Collar was popped all <laughs> over the Look at him. Look at him. What's going on, Will? How you doing? Uh... I, mean, I get all this credit for being the Lakers GM, the, the governor of Connecticut. I got no love for turning around the Sixers. I pick them to win before the season at 12-1. to And two games away from a, a conference yet. finals appearance. It's not, but it's damn close. We're getting there. That was a don't, dominant don't, victory don't the other night. Your, don't count your chickens before they're hatched, Will. I mean, you know this. You're now in the Sixer world, and when you're in the Sixer world, anything can happen. We've been up 2-0 to the Portland Trailblazers. I don't know if you you, were, you weren't born then. We're up 2-0 to the Portland Trailblazers, lost 4-2 in that <laughs> series. Up 3-1 to the Boston Celtics, numerous times lost. So let's just temper that a little bit. You know, you have to endure the life of a Sixer fan before you can start spouting yourself off as counting the victories. They just don't happen that quickly. Well, I wasn't born then, but neither was the great Joel Embiid, and he has just been dominant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's good transition. Yes, hey, um, and also there's a little something behind this, like uh, low key. You two are trolling each other on the text thread, like, and and Will with the language. My gosh, how many f bombs in one text? But you were going at Michael, and because you like to fire him up, and then he comes back at you with his very curt responses. It gets very interesting in the threads. <laughs> not, not to fire him up any further, but I've been watching a lot of the Suns, and man, to, to think they had, could have had Bridges, they could have had Tatum. I mean, this team could really have Embiid, Simmons, Tatum, and Bridges. They'd be the best team in basketball. That would be 26, 27, and under. And really, it's and you could play this if game, you know, forever with the draft. But they had Bridges, and they traded them away. And Zaire Smith's not walking through that door. And Tatum, they could have just, you know, they had the they traded up for, to get Fultz, obviously, which is a 30 for 30 in and of itself. But man. Uh, Bridges would be the perfect guy, just a three and D, just a, uh, out of a lab. Rub it in, Will. Need, rub it in. Yeah. Rub it in. No, he pr no, he proves my point. He proves my point for all these process people that 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 are talking about how that th this could have this really underachieved because of misevaluations. And it takes evaluation. It takes talent to evaluate talent. And you know, had they kept Bridges, you know, they fired the they fired the, they bought the owner out. This is a true story, Patrick. They bought the owner out that was recognized recommending that 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 was basically telling them look Zaire Smith and Bridges are the same player now this guy had no background in personnel but analytics said this to him 
So that's when they traded Bridges for Zaire Smith, even though the kid was from the Philadelphia area, the mother's crying. And they traded him for Zaire Smith and got that chip, which essentially they traded, you know, that first round pick from Phoenix, which they coveted as as a, a way to really acquire talent, which they did from the Clippers. But, I mean, had they just kept Bridges, had they picked Tatum, like Will said, if they had been able to evaluate correctly, there's no telling how good they could be. Well, speaking of general managers, they should have just kept Colangelo. They could have got Durant because they're both into burner accounts. Let's go Suns, well, William. I'm yeah. going to start with you. Will like that. That's a whole other side. Yeah, that, that, that is. Uh, Will, by the way, representing the Lombardi line under that jacket, I will say. Three and a half, you're going to lay it with the Suns? Yeah, I just don't think anything the the Nuggets do better than the Suns. I mean, the Suns shoot the three better. They defend better. Their role players are much better. We talked about Bridges, the Crowders, the Aitons. After Jokic, there's just not a lot there for Denver. Uh, this series is more of an indictment of the Blazers than it is the Nuggets. I mean, how you lost four out of five to this team if you're the Blazers, man, it, it got to really make you look in the mirror. The Suns are good, and, and usually a team up 3-0. I don't like to get in series, uh, involved in a series when it's 3-0 for game four. Usually the, you know, the team up 3-0, maybe they're a little complacent. I don't think there's any complacency in the Suns. This is a team they haven't had a lot of success as a group, as an organization. They're going to be fired up to come out tonight, bury the Nuggets, punch their ticket to the Final Four, and get some rest because it looks like Clippers Jazz could probably go six or seven, so they'll have time to rest up. And I think they're live to win a championship. I think this team is really good. They're better than Denver in every facet. And, man, it seems like we were just talking about game one of this series a few days ago. It started Monday, and I think it's going to end Sunday. Not not too often you see a series end in less than a week, but uh, this has basically just been a first-round knockout by the Suns. The Suns are much better in every facet. How about the? You know, Will, let me ask you this question. And I know we have other games, Please. but if we know Phoenix is going to get to the conference final, Utah, Utah, pretty much, I think they're always going to get there. I mean, what do you think? What do you think the line would be for Phoenix to get to the finals? I mean, I, I got to believe Phoenix gets there. I, I think they can beat Utah. I do too. And we had this, they swept Utah. They beat them three Oh, they played mm -hmm. Gobert pretty much off the floor. Gobert was, was minus in all three of those games. And we have this conversation in February. I, I remember because listeners keep reminding me, uh, Phoenix was 21 to win the West. I didn't bet it, but I said, I liked it. I know some of the listeners bet it. So congratulations to anyone that bet it. You can hedge it. You can let it ride. Gives me one more thing to complain about that. I didn't bet it, which, you know, I love Lombardi. So just been a great run for the Suns. I mean, you got to give them credit. They have been a little lucky too. I mean, Davis gets hurt. The Lakers two weeks ago today, Lakers were minus 900 to beat the Suns. Davis gets hurt. They play the Nuggets without Murray, but Hey, that's part of it. Luck is part of it. And you know, they've taken advantage. They've been healthy and, and they're really good. They've done a, a really good job rebuilding, you know, without, without a lottery pick, they made the trade for Paul and, and it's been really good. You're against Lombardi here. You like the bucks today. I'm against the whole world. It seems like it's been bad. It's been ugly, but as bad as it's been, the Bucks sit here with a home game to tie this up. And we've seen enough of these series to know they can turn at any time. And sometimes they turn in strange ways. The Nets are up three with less than a minute to go. Don't put it away. And look, if you're asking me to list the things the Bucks have done well in the series, it's been a short list, but I still think they have some advantages in terms of size, defense, rebounding. I know there's a better game in there for the Bucks somewhere. They played them twice at the end of the year. Uh, without Harden, and they beat them both times. I just think they're due for a good game. I think they'll play well today. Kind of reminds me of the series a couple years ago, Bucks raptors The Bucks were on the other side of this. Where they killed the Raptors the first two games. 
Game three goes to double overtime. Eh, it slips away. The Raptors win. No big deal, except the Bucks never win another game the rest of the series. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen here. I'm not saying it's likely. But we've seen enough of these series to know they can turn at strange times. So I like the Bucks here. Must win game, getting points at home. I think they'll play well today. Can I ask you, Mike, Michael, before you jump in, can I ask you quickly, do you think Josh Applebaum will be on the Nuggets today? That's the tease coming up here. Oof. That's No, that's for you, Will. Oh, uh, yeah, that's 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 right up his alley. Trust me. That's right uh, yeah, that's alley. what like, we're trying to. Hey, can't we have the answer, by the way, to your question, Michael. Suns plus 475 to win an NBA title, plus 180 to win the West. So five to one to win a title. So here they come. William, you and the crew have a good day there in Connecticut as you legislate. Thanks, Will. And you get ready for next year's <laughs> Lakers. You got, a, you got a busy day, don't you? I got a plug to get into vcin.com slash subscribe point spread weekly. I don't know if you heard about it. You go there, you get picks, you win money. It's a great time for everybody. A little bit of a brown nose. No, never heard anybody have a great one point spread weekly is where you can read them. Sharpest guy around coming up next. Mr. Contrarian. Is he going to be on the nuggets? You'll have to wait to find out. Josh Applebaum joins us here on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Turn a dollar into a hundred. We love this. This is the best one they've got over at BetMGM. Nets or Bucks hit a three, you're going to win a hundred bucks. Use the bonus code VSIN100. Go to betmgm.com. Download the BetMGM app. It's that simple. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1 800 522 4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1 800 2707 117 for Alpha, Michigan. 1 800 Gambler in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. 1 800 Bets Off in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text Redline 800 889 9789. Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. As we welcome you back, Michael Lombardi, of course, I'm Patrick Maher. We're going to bring in Josh Applebaum. Market Insights is the podcast. You can find it at vcin.com slash podcast. Wake up every morning with Josh in the free newsletter. Just go to vcin.com and enter your email address. It's free. I'm going to let Michael take it from here and set you up. Uh, we've been talking about that Nuggets-Suns game. Michael, you want to attack Josh on this? Because you know he's going to be annoying about it. <laughs> you know, Josh, I think that the one thing I've learned over the three years of doing this job with you is is that little line that shows up on our graphic board Uh it tells you that it's a contrarian play. So let's talk about the Suns Nuggets. Now there's 85% of the tickets that have been written up are on the Phoenix Suns. 15% are on the Nuggets. 98% of the 11,000 tickets, almost 12,000, it's 117. 98% of the money is on the Phoenix Suns. So that tells me that this is the ultimate contrarian spot, and you are a contrarian better. You're also a line movement better, but you're more of a contrarian better than anything. So I would suspect you would be on the Nuggets just to be a contrarian. Explain yourself. Yes, Josh. So, Patrick, Michael, great to be with you. Happy Sunday here. Oh, and zip I it, Josh. You, I, just get to the I, answer. <laughs> so I said I might surprise you on this one. Here's the thing, Michael. You're totally right. Both games say we'll break down both in depth here but huge contrarian opportunities. So big majority on the Nets, big majority here on the Suns. Now, as a contrarian better, I want to bet against the public. If I walk into a bar and everyone's wearing a Suns jersey, I want to be betting the Nuggets here. I want to hold a Nuggets ticket. I want to be on the side of the house. However, I think as a contrarian, sometimes you got to say, yes, there's contrarian value, but what are the Sharps doing? What are the what are the, the wise guys who have been in this profession a long time, have the respect of the books? What are they doing? As a contrarian, I ideally want to be you know, against the public, but also with the pros. I don't want to be stubbornly contrarian just to be contrarian. I don't want to go directly against respected money. So here's the thing. If you want to put on that hazmat suit with the Nuggets, I feel for you. I actually am like very close to pulling the trigger there. But here's why I lean Suns in this one, guys. I think there's such an influx of respected money on the Suns that it may outweigh a little bit uh, of this contrarian value. So again, contrarian's only going to get you halfway. You know, if you can place yourself with the smart money, the majority of the time, you know, you're not going to win every time, but long term, I think you're going to profit. Here's the thing. If you look at some of the bet splits here that we got from BetMGM, Suns are getting 70% of the tickets. So I get heartburn there. I don't want to be on the side of 70% tickets. I want to be on the 30% side. But Michael, at BetMGM, they, they account for 88% of the money. So what does that tell you? It's not just public. It's not just regular bettors waking up saying, I want to sweat the Suns because they've rolled each game this series. It's telling you with that higher uh, money count versus ticket count that you got a lot of respected money there as well. So we have seen this movement to the Suns. Again, open minus two. They, they're up to three, three and a half. You did see a little three and a half. Some books get back down to three. So maybe that is a signal that 
that it got so high that maybe some respected better just said, hey, three and a half nuggets. You know, maybe I could middle it. I get the early two. I get the three and a half. Maybe it lands on three. But here's the thing, guys. Road favorites in the postseason so far this playoffs, 11 and three ATS. Uh, that's a 79% cover rate. Short favorites, five or less. This covered with uh, the Clippers yesterday, 24 and 12 ATS, 67%. And favorites with a line move in their favor of at least a half point, which is what we're seeing with the Suns, 23 and 13 ATS. 64%. You've also seen some over money, 221 up to 222. So Michael Patrick, you know me. We've been working together for two years now. You know I love a gross hazmat play, but this one, I don't know. Sharp money seems to be Suns. That may outweigh some contrarian value. That's well, true. let me ask you this question, Josh. Let me ask you this question. How do you know when there's 98% of the money's coming in on Phoenix, how do you know what is sharp? How can you separate sharp from grandma and Des Moines? So I would say line movement kind of gives you that indication because if it's majority bets, majority money, but the line doesn't move that much, then maybe that money isn't coming from respected betters, your Billy Walters, your wise guys there. The fact that it's such a big discrepancy and the fact that, you know, hey, the, the odds when it comes to the postseason, obviously, you know, the bookmakers have so much data on these teams. It's kind of like when we talk NFL playoffs, these lines are so sharp. It's like when we saw the Bucks during their uh, Super Bowl run, when they were going three and a half to three or like, you know, uh, you know, three down to two and a half. It's hard to move these numbers with in, with just public money, especially in the playoffs when these lines are so tight. So if they're moving this drastically, that tells me that it's really kind of, uh, you know, respected money from wise guys from pros moving it. So, uh, you know, to me, if you can find a three with the Suns, it kills me to be on the side of the public. Mm. But I think you're also on the side of the Sharps. That's the key. Well done, Josh. We'll get the same rundown on Nets Bucks, which is we can't wait. Real quick, Michael, I'm not saying that he's a contrarian, but his lovely fiance Elise, when she was in town, she told me he sleeps with his head at the bottom of the bed. Is that weird? Everybody <laughs> goes why, yeah. every, everybody goes one way. Josh That's climbs why in the I'm bed. He's not nothing, on the Nuggets. Nothing That's but why feet. I'm shocked he's yeah, I'm shocked he's not on the Nuggets, you know. I figured he would be right there with them, you know. It's a great chance to put on that suit. He loves walking across that tightrope. Come on, Ken. That wasn't bad. All right. Same rundown. Nets, Bucks. What do you got? So here's the contrarian play that I do like today. I think this Bucks play, to me, if you can really kind of go between the lines, read the way this line moved, how it opened, and kind of the lack of movement, I think this is, is the more valuable contrarian play because it, it looks a little bit more like a line freeze. You had a, some of these books open one and a half. A lot of them opened at two. Uh, we're showing two and a half on the board here, but a lot of these two and a halves are now coming back down to two. So this is obviously a really lopsided play here toward the Brooklyn Nets. Remember, we had that low scoring game last game. Uh, you know, that hazmat play with the Bucks minus three and a half didn't come through. They won by three. You lose by the hook. That was a tough one there. But you're getting 80% of bets on the Nets. And what I like, guys, is a lot of these books that got to two and a half are coming back down to two. To me, this shows a little liability on the Bucks. where in the other game, you're not really seeing much liability nuggets. It's just really one way toward the Suns. So I'd be looking at the Bucks here. I'd hold out for the hook. I'd look for a, a book that is giving out the two and a half. If you can find that, uh, I would grab it. And then, Michael, I am worried about kind of recency bias of such a low-scoring game. Last game, you know, the under, you would think the under is an obvious play. You know, they barely crack, you know, a college score last time, 86-83. But it looks like this is also a play where some respected money under 230 down to 228. We have seen so far uh, in round two, the under seven and five unders are three and oh this series. But here's the caveat, guys. Scott Foster's repping today. So that's Boy. like, again, are we are we are we walking into a buzzsaw taking an under that's much lower than the other games? As Patrick mentioned, 240, 237. This thing is dropping. Uh, looks like respected money. But will Scott Foster be blowing whistles left and right? That's what I'm concerned about. 
Well, I mean, the, the highest point total in the, in, the, in the three games is 222. You know, and what worries me about taking Brooklyn today is Scott Foster. You know, do they want this thing to go seven? Do they want this to stretch this out? We think, you know, Phoenix is not going to go seven. You know, I don't know what Atlanta and Philly's going to do. But, I mean, what are they thinking about doing here? I mean, the, Scott Foster's there. You know, it's interesting. He's always at a game that really matters. I, I don't understand it. I listen to the Whistleblower podcast. It's incredible. I urge everybody to do it. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, Scott Foster's obviously a man of integrity, and he does what he, what he does. He does a good enough job that they keep putting him on these big games. But as we handicap players and teams, we also handicap the officials, and we know that he's an over-referee. Quickly on the Stanley Cup playoffs, so the Islanders and Lightning get underway in Tampa Bay today. I know for a fact, first off, Tampa Bay is like a $3 favorite in the series, but I also know that Josh is betting the Lightning today uh, because uh, they open right around 183 It looks like they've been bet all the way up to almost $2 at a couple of shops. Yeah, you're right, Patrick. I do like the Lightning here. I mean, on the one hand, how do you lay such a big number in the Stanley Cup playoffs, especially off? You know, an Islanders team that uh, ran through the Penguins, ran through my Bruins, uh, really just they're, they're to their identity, grinding, hard-checking, uh, and they really don't have these star players like Tampa has, but they play such a system under Barry Trotz that, uh, you know, really makes them successful. But really, you know, what I'm looking for is I thought, hey, Islanders, plus 175, how do you not grab that number? That's a huge number in a playoff game. I thought maybe we'd have some movement toward the Islanders, but that's really not happening, guys. Tampa Bay Lightning today, uh, Patrick, as you mentioned, you know, some books open you know, like minus 180-ish. They've been bet up to around minus 190. The total's five and a half, uh, really juiced up to the under, really a minus 140. I would even look at uh, if this thing gets down to five. We have seen when a total gets down to five in the playoffs, the over seven and one. So that's something to keep an eye out for. So this would match favorite with a line move. You also have Lightning in a rested spot. Remember, they finished their series pretty early there, sweeping away the, the Carolina Hurricanes. So Patrick, it's a big number, uh, but Tampa Bay rested, ready to go at home, last change, home ice. Uh, it is a big number, but I'm looking at the Lightning here. There you see it, 275 at BetMGM for the series price. Defending, Stan defending Stanley Cup champs in the Lightning. The Islanders back at it, though. Barry Trotz doing a hell of a job there. Um, okay, before we get out of here, anything you're looking at in baseball? Of course, you'll be around for the second hour as well, Josh. Yeah, a couple things here. Michael, your favorite team, the Houston Astros. I know they didn't come through yesterday, but looking at them today, they're, they're the biggest steam move I've seen on the MLB board. Remember, steam? Overload of, of, uh, of movement here, sharp perspective money, you know, causing uniform line movement across the market. You've seen Houston, this is Valdez against Pineda. Valdez lefty, he's got like a one point something ERA. But we've seen Houston go from like minus 130 all the way to like minus 155. Big move there in favor of the Astros. Uh, also, Michael, looking at uh, Oakland A's. Remember, we love uh, betting Oakland when they're going up against a lefty. I mean, great against lefties this year. I think they're 15 and four. It's uh, Bassett, one of their aces against Bubich uh, for, uh, for KC. You've seen Oakland around minus 190-ish, a little bit of steam in their favor. Uh, and then also, last one here, guys, uh, Sunday Night Baseball, St. Louis and the Chicago Cubbies. Cubbies are a minus 140 favorite at home. They're a popular play, but the Cubs have fallen all the way to minus 120. Looks like there's some money maybe coming in on the Cardinals there. And then, Michael, I'll toss this to you. Uh, 76ers Hawks for tomorrow. Looks like the Sixers are in kind of the same spot as the Suns today. Sixers are open minus 2.5 on the road. They're up to 3 in that next game in Atlanta. 
You know, I just before we go, we'll talk about baseball in the next hour. But I, I love watching this Framber Valdez pitch for the Astros. I mean, it's a small sample size, I admit, but the guy's been really deadly. He's had 18 innings pitched, 1.47 ERA. He's been unbelievable, and he's got a four-pitch arsenal with that great curveball. I, I, I'm really excited to continue to watch him play, Josh. Face full of feet if you're sleeping in the same bed as Josh Applebaum. <laughs> Who does that? What a weirdo. Thank you, Josh. Market Insights, of course. Travis Kelsey says the Browns are neck and neck with the Chiefs. Really? Does Michael Lombardi agree? We'll find out coming up next here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.